Good morning, everyone. My name's Ryan. I'm part of the team here. I'm very excited to share with you. Marty's out and about at Victor Harbour. And I'm um, not sure if he took the paddleboard, but he's definitely on to preach at Bayside Church. And uh, yeah, so he's stepping in for Chad Mansbridge, who's a friend of this house. So that's very cool and exciting. So uh, I thought we'd, we'd pray for him this morning. Also pray for over this morning's um, message. Sound good? Let's do it. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you that you are with us here in this place. Thank you so much, Lord, that you're also with Marty, and thank you that your spirit is on the move. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the great things that you are going to do in changing lives today, to change the world, Lord, so that, so that you are known. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Cool. Excellent. Well, uh, it's a lot happening in the world at the moment, isn't there? A lot of um, big stuff going down and uh, very sad news to hear about what happened in Paris with over, well, I think it was 140 people being killed. And, uh, but wasn't it just wonderful to see so many people in Paris gather together and uh, just stand up to that and uh, just hold up that sign. Did anyone else see that sign they were holding up? Yeah, what did it say? Not afraid. Isn't that absolutely awesome? And then they just started chanting, we are not afraid, we are not afraid. And I really feel at the moment the Holy Spirit's speaking um, to the church, speaking to the world, not to be afraid and not to fear. And so um, in the, in the um, worship, I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, not afraid, you know, and it just hit home so strongly. And isn't it amazing as believers in Jesus that we have absolute permission granted to be so full of faith, um, never to be fearful, and wherever we go, people are going to fear less because of him who we're carrying. He is greater who is in us than he is in the world. And Jesus Christ, he said, be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. And uh, he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, has he? Um, like it says in, uh, in Timothy, it says uh, he's given us a spirit of power, love and of sound mind. That's the Holy Spirit. And in Romans, it says he hasn't, he hasn't given us a spirit of bondage to fear again. But he's given us the spirit that cries out, Abba, Father, pure worship, Abba, Father. And this spirit of adoption is on us, this spirit of sonship, this atmosphere that we carry. And Jesus carried that wherever he went. And so the title of my message this morning is Not Afraid. And the topic's going to be on Jesus and storms. Sound good? Awesome. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, I'd like you to open up to, to Matthew chapter 8. And uh, I love this story. Jesus is going about his ministry. He's cleansed a leper. He's healed Peter's mother-in-law. He's healed many, many after sunset. Uh, sorry, sun, uh, sorry, sunset. And... Um, he is now with his disciples after a lot of 
big ministry events sleeping in the boat. <laughs> and uh, he's having a good snooze, sending out some Zs. Meanwhile, a storm's happening and uh, the storm is raging and waves are billowing. The wind is uh, screaming and the disciples start to freak out. But Jesus is sleeping like a baby. And, <laughs> and so we'll read the story in chapter 8, starting at verse 25. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. <laughs> but he said to them, Why are you so fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was great calm, so that men marveled, saying, who can this be? And even the winds and the sea obey him. Awesome. All right. The point that I want to make here is that as those that are from God, as those that don't just do things for God, but do things with God, we can actually release a bigger world on the outside from the greater world that is on the inside of us, the atmosphere of heaven. So Jesus wakes up and uh, probably the first thing he's seeing is the fear on the disciples' faces. But he didn't cave into that. He didn't actually partner with that, agree with that. He agreed with what the Father's, Father's atmosphere was, which was the atmosphere of heaven that he carried. He lived under an open heaven. He was an open heaven. And it's the same for us. And so we can in all circumstances and situations, focus on that. Focus on who the Father is, what heaven is doing. And uh, whatever we agree with, we empower. And this is what is happening on the earth at the moment. The, the devil uses fear, doesn't he? He uses fear to, um, to try and pierce through our defenses, to try and cripple us, to paralyze us. But Jesus never let that fear on the inside. In fact, the King Dom on the inside of him, because he is the King, dominated that atmosphere. And he stilled. He stilled. He agreed with the nature of, that, of the Father in the moment, which is a nature of peace and calmness and stillness. And uh, so he didn't give in to that fear like the disciples had. He agreed with the Father and bam, he said, be still. And... Uh, and so that word for rebuking is actually the same as when Jesus cast out demons. So he exercised his authority. So the point I want to make here is that, that um, faith makes agreement. So if you're ever wondering sometimes, what, does, what is faith? Faith actually makes agreement with who God is. And then in that place, you actually become one with God and you release the kingdom. Awesome. And so... Look at this. Why are you fearful are you little fa- of you of little faith? You know, I bet you Jesus said that with a smile on his face. But he was probably, um, the in, the, the, what we can see here is that Jesus is suggesting to the disciples that they could have calmed the storm. That they could have taken authority over the storm. So that's great. But another lesson learned in a day in a life with Jesus, eh? So... <laughs> All right, so faith agrees. All right, so not to give in to fear. The next story, just the other story I want to read, is found in Matthew 14, if you'd like to turn there. 
All right. So this is after Jesus has found out about his cousin, John the Baptist, his prophet, being beheaded. That's some pretty bad news. So storms can also come in the form of bad news, can't they? Storms of fear, as well as in the natural. They're atmospheric storms. And he's also fed the 5,000. So he's probably pretty tired. (laughs) But what he does to gain strength and to come and posture himself in a position of faith was to go up on a mountain to pray. Like we were doing this morning, we're coming to an atmosphere, we're agreeing, we're aligning ourselves with the nature of the Father and worship and praying, strengthening our spirits. And so the disciples were sent off, but he actually sees that they're struggling in this storm. The storm is billowing again. And he comes walking on the water. And he actually has authority in this place over the storm. So that's the second point I want to make, that faith has authority. You know, God has given you faith. So therefore, you have authority over every storm of life that is demonic, that has a nature of fear. You have authority as a son because you carry the nature of God. And you can manifest your spirit in any given environment, in any given place. And you know, the, the environment within you must line up with the environment on the exterior of you. So this is what happened. Jesus did that. He came walking down the mountain from that place of authority. And the water became hard so Jesus could walk on it. And this is pretty cool for you surfers, Luke and Rocky. You know, he's riding these waves. The waves are high. And he's, he's walking on the water. This is cool. <laughs> Jesus is cool. Come on. Um, and uh, he sees them. And let's start at verse 26, chapter 14. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. <laughs> um, verse 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, it, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And we know the story. Jesus said, come. And he comes and he's walking towards Jesus. Good on him. He got a few steps in there, didn't he? And uh, <laughs> so we can see in that that exactly what Jesus was carrying, Peter as his friend actually caught onto that and in faith moved into what Jesus' zone was, the kingdom dominating the, the natural environment even. And so Peter stepped into that dominion with the king and started to have authority from God over every natural element. It's pretty incredible. And so he's walking on the water, but then what happens is his faith shifts, doesn't it? He focuses on the waves and as a result starts to sink. And instead of focusing on Jesus, focusing on the face of God. You know, whenever I think of the face of God, I think of the nature of God, who God is. And so in life, what is the nature of God in this storm? What is going on in this storm? And so um, Jesus saved him anyway and they went back into the boat and... uh, Peter learned that Jesus saves. So it's a win-win situation. Even if you don't walk on the water, Jesus will still save you. So you can't go wrong there. But what happens is that um, 
Jesus has to speak to his disciples again, have a friendly little chat in verse 31. And immediately Jesus stretched his hand out and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Awesome. So faith focuses uh, on the face of Jesus. You know, when we focus on his face in life, even though we're faced with adversity, we're faced with a storm in life, we just need to go to that place of looking at him, of focusing on his faith, face, the nature of God, agreeing with the nature of God, making agreement with the nature of God. And then from that place, having authority that, over everything that doesn't line up with that. And sometimes it's speaking faith. It's speaking out the right thing. Peace, be still. Sometimes it's stepping. It's saying, no, I refuse to give in to fear. I'm going to step out in faith. And uh, that's one of my biggest things, you know, uh, and uh, that I have learnt to speak and to step in faith. And in that place, having agreement with the nature of God, not agreeing with the... With, um, with the lies. You know, the devil has no authority. He can only steal authority from us. So if we agree with him intellectually and emotionally, that empowers him because he actually knows, has no authority. He needs to steal the authority. That's why we need to break authority with everything that doesn't line up with the nature of God. We need to break agreement with lies. Even situations might seem very, very real. And we can say, no, this isn't the ultimate authority. This isn't the ultimate outcome of what is happening here I'm going to stand against it in faith all right so I want to tell a little story about John Wesley actually in his travels when he, he he wanted to serve God but he didn't have a relationship with God and I believe he was on his way to America and he's on a boat and uh, it had a lot of English sailors and it had some guys called the Moravians who Whereas people who were living on a property together, a community, and they had um, just fallen, well, they'd come into a um, walk with the Lord and together of such communion and intimacy with Jesus. And they actually had a um, prayer tower that lasted for 100 years. And uh, they were the first missions movement that was, um, that sort of started the modern missions movement. When some of the early, you know, Methodist missionaries, etc., went to certain places they found that the Moravians were already there. <laughs> These guys were hardcore. And um, I think Dennis has got, yeah, heritage in the Moravians. And so what happened is one night on this boat, the storm is just raging. There's waves, things are billowing. And everyone's screaming. Even so much, uh, so, so bad is the storm part in that there's water coming over the deck, crashing in, and the main sail had actually been torn. So all these, you can imagine all these um, British people, we're going to die, you know. And, uh, but then there's these Moravians who are German. They're just singing, singing hymns to God. And John Wesley is freaking out. He's actually observing them. And afterwards, he, he chatted to, them, to one of the leaders and said, weren't you afraid? And he said, no. And he said, weren't your women and children afraid? And he said, no. <laughs> and, uh, and he then challenged um, John and said, doesn't your spirit bear witness that with the spirit of God that you're a child of God? 
And he, he then went on this exploration journey. And he, uh, for, for those that know the story, he went to a meeting with the Moravians, I believe. And he heard uh, uh, Martin Luther's commentary being read out. And uh, the story goes, he felt his heart being strangely warmed. Like, wow. You know, as if you are a child of God. You know, we are, we are children of God. And we carry the nature of God that God is good all the time in every circumstance. We carry the nature of God, which is a nature of faith, hope, and love. I love to say that. Wherever we go, we are actually atmosphere shifters, both speaking out, shifting atmospheres, and stepping out, shifting atmospheres. As children of God, we dominate. We dominate our environments. Um, and in this way, we are changing the world. I absolutely love it. You know, thinking of Paris at this time, isn't it ironic that it's a city of love? And yet, the enemies come in and try to bring fear there. But instead, they're saying, not afraid. And it's just as if um, that in inherent in humanity is making a statement against the enemy, saying, we will be a planet of love. We will not give in to fear. And perfect love will cast out fear. Our romance and intimacy with the Father and one another will shift atmospheres and the world will believe that we're His disciples and believe into this reality that we have. And so it's exciting. The spirit of adoption we have means we don't ever have to fear failure. We don't have to fear personal fears or community fears or city fears or national fears because we're under the spirit of adoption, which is a spirit of sonship, which is a spirit of... Of, of, uh, of a child of God saying, Abba, Father, we're not under a spirit of slavery, bondage, or fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. And we manifest our spirits. And people are like, wow, that is amazing. There's something going on with that person. It's absolutely incredible. And one time, uh, little Anouk, she dressed up in pink. And she said, and she got her little pink, um, I think it's just a New Testament, and she started walking all around colonnades, you know, with this um, little New Testament, I think, and just so proudly, you know, and so happy. And she was attracting so much attention. And, uh, and, and it was like that for us. We wear pink, we're, we, we, in the sense of that love for, for God, that love for God, and we're just not intimidated by the devil, we're not afraid. We're not fearful. We're fearless. We're full of faith and confident, Godfident in Him. And God's perfect love casts out fear. Again, greater is He who is in us than He who is in the world. This is awesome as children of God. And uh, just um, wanted to share a, a story about psychology because it's very important to have a strong mental health as a son and a child of God. And the Bible gives us absolute permission to be like that. And a lot comes down to faith. And when we talk about faith, I want you to be very practical with that. Again, faith agrees and faith exercises authority. Faith cultivates an environment on the inside and says, I agree with the nature of God. I agree with heaven. I agree with the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to worry about materialistic things. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and identify that. And then the mustard seed will grow and boom, the environment changes. Because I'm agreeing. Faith is as simple as agreeing with who God is. You come to a situation, it's like, what do I do? I'm freaking out. No, the the, the the question isn't, what do I do? It's, God, who are you? 
Who are you? And, oh, I can't see what to do, but there's always a ram in the thickets. Grab that. You are Jehovah Jireh. And in this circumstance, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus to, um, to the world? What is the hope of humanity? Jesus is Savior. Jesus is salvation. Jesus saves. We have a Savior. We will never fail because Jesus will save time and time again. Today, over us and over this uh, church is the fact that Jesus is salvation. And we can have faith in that and it will become our experience. Awesome. And faith is as simple as exercising authority and speaking out truth and saying, I won't speak what is wrong. I won't speak what sounds like agreeing with a negative environment. I will speak positivity. I will speak optimism. I will speak heaven into this earth. And so you do that. And again, heaven has a big smile on its face. Jesus is heaven. Jesus is the environment, his environment, his world. And uh, that's what we want to go after. And so I'm so uh, excited about Jesus Christ in this place and healthy psychology. And um, I just want to tell a story. Louise and I have a friend who um, I think she just finished her master's in psychology and she posted a uh, story on Facebook about um, a lecturer in a psychology class coming in with a glass of um, water. And I know what you're thinking, and, and they were thinking the same thing. Oh, she's going to do that glass half empty, glass half full thing. But instead of doing that, she said, how heavy is this glass of water? And um, the students said, oh, this or that. But then she said, well, it depends how long you hold on to it for. If you hold on to it for a day, that glass of water is going to be really quite heavy, you know. <laughs> If you have to hold on to it for a week, it's going to be like, ah. If you have to hold on to that glass of water for like a month, it's going to be crippling, isn't it? It's going to be like, ah, I can't do this anymore. And that's the same when we hold on to, when we make agreement with lies that invoke fear. And we become crippled. And that's why it's as simple as this, guys. No, devil, yes, Jesus, I will face your face And then I'll face my fears and the fears will dissipate, the storm will flee and the darkness will go. And so we say, no, it's as simple as that. Guys, never entertain negativity within you. Never entertain a lie. Lead it captive to the knowledge of God, which is the nature of who he is. Jesus Christ is Savior. I will not submit to that thought. I'll say no. Because a thought can become, you know, a... uh, a, a, a wind and that wind can become a uh, bring in some clouds and that cloud can become an overcast environment with you and then that overcast environment within you can become a uh, weather pattern thinking patterns and then that weather pattern can become a climate and then you'll reproduce that climate wherever you go but if you say no I'm not going to give in to that wind of lying or wind of fear no I'm going to look in heaven knowing that I'm already with him in heaven, an atmosphere of righteousness, right thinking, peace and joy. I'm going to cultivate that on the inside and so I always reproduce the environment on the outside that I carry on the inside. That's what happens all the time. Whatever whatever we focus on grows. If you focus on a little seed, it can become a, a plant and then that plant can become a forest. And if we focus on a little thought, it can become a habit and that habit can become a lifestyle which becomes an eternity. 
So we cannot afford to have a thought in our head that's not in his, to quote Bill Johnson. You know, Anouk loves to watch um, Bananas in Pyjamas. And God spoke to me the other day. Because B1 goes, are you thinking what I'm thinking, B2? I am thinking what you're thinking, B1. And, you know, the Lord said to me, Ryan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And so we need to think what he's thinking in any situation. Get our childlikeness on and just have total dependency on God and, and enjoy him. And, uh, and so we will not submit to fear. We will never f- submit to fear. And uh, just a quick fun story, just as a testimony, because today's test is tomorrow's testimony. And uh, today's, t- sorry, yesterday's mess is tomorrow's message. And I used to struggle a lot with um, uh, fear and anxiety, and uh, I still, I still um, need to just resist. I submit to God and resist the devil, and he'll flee. I still need to do that, as we all do, but it's not a stronghold in my life anymore. All right? So when I was in year 12, I'd been going through exams, uh, well, getting ready for exams probably, and I was really struggling and, uh, with, with anxiety. And then I went to like a young adults group and there were some coffee beans on the table. I'm like, wow, they look very yummy. I'm going to eat some of them. I ate one and I ate one and I ate another. And uh, so then the third variable in this experiment of anxiety (laughs) was that I actually had a fear of public speaking. Now, you wouldn't say that now. I was about, I was 18, yeah. And I had a fear of speaking out even in a Bible study. And what would happen to me, and some of you could probably relate, is that I'd get heart palpitations and breathlessness, even to the point that I thought, you know, am I going to survive this Bible study? <laughs> pretty, pretty sad thought, isn't it? And I would struggle. And then I would, like, say something, and then everyone would just see, you know, the, dear Ryan, that was cute, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So I struggled a lot. And uh, so I'm, yeah, at this young adults group, eating the coffee beans, feeling fearful about uh, year 12, and also feeling a bit um, overwhelmed by the environment and are they wanting me to contribute to this conversation? And uh, I started getting such heart palpitations that um, I stood up and announced publicly, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life, I think I'm going to (laughs) faint. And with that, my friend who's a doctor, took me into the other room. as I was like, hmm, hmm, I think we're going to have to take you into the RAH, <laughs> Royal Adelaide Hospital, and check out your heart. So that's a, coming from a doctor. And uh, the devil really messed with me that night. But you know what? I, I went home and I thought, nah, that is not going to be who I am. That's not going to be my story, you know? Jesus is the, is the author of salvation. He's the author and finisher of my faith. And he is with me. And the devil's not, and I heard this said recently, he's not going to write my story. He's not going to say, Ryan struggled to fear, and, you know, but, you know, he's an okay guy. No, Jesus is writing my story. He's the author and finisher of my faith. And I had to decide to cast that off, cast away every, every uh, sin that so easily entangles, every wound of the past, Actually cast it off and say, no, that is not me as a child of God. And 
And um, it took some time, but I got my head into the Word of God. And I started to agree with the promises. I started to agree with the truth. And so that the fact of the Bible, I applied faith to it until it became my experience. Until I rewired my neurological pathways and my, uh, my emotional uh, sinks. And, uh, you know, even in university, I still struggled a little bit to speak up in tutorials. And, uh, and then when I started to teach, I had to speak publicly. So I stepped down in faith until eventually I'm like, wow, I can actually do this. <laughs> I can do this. So isn't that funny? I know you thought that I uh, came out of the womb like going, hey, everyone, how are you doing? You know, but it wasn't like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting. Um, I'm just going to invite uh, Jackie and the team up as we round this off. <clears throat> You know, faith has a substance. This is something I felt really to, to grab hold of today. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And when we cultivate faith on the inside, the cultivate a substance, even a tangible substance within us and release that, it's so powerful. And I think one person with God is a majority, as it's been said. And I I want to encourage you guys to continue to exercise your faith this week. I know a lot of us have got some, um, you know, a lot of a big workload, a lot of pressure coming up, you know, for those that work in schools, finishing off the year, um, for those in finances, tying up loose ends and a lot of things, a lot of stuff is happening. But I really want us to be the most unafraid people in the city of Adelaide, full of faith. And uh, let's let's rise up to this. So I want us just to stand this morning and uh, we just pray over Paris. I want to lead us in some prayer. So Father, we thank you that you are unfazed, God, that you are so full of cheerfulness. Lord, you're so excited because you see things from an eternal perspective and a redemptive perspective. We thank you so much, God, that no storm ever that hits a nation or a city or hits our heart can ever ruin us, God. We thank you, Lord, that our God is greater. Our God is more powerful. And Jesus, you are right here, right now. Holy Spirit, you're here as a spirit of power. I just pray that the spirit of power would come upon us now, the spirit of love and the spirit of a sound mind to always agree with God, even against the odds. A sound mind, the mind of Jesus, stillness, security, safety, soundness, thinking what God's thinking. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I pray the spirit of adoption would be known in this place. The dove come upon us as we're in an open heaven right now. We thank you. We thank you that we are in open heaven. We thank you, Lord, that heaven is here. It's not an atmosphere. We're not at fear. We're atmos. God is here. And we'd speak that out. God is here. God is in this place right here, 
Right now, God is here. When Jesus came walking on the water, He said, Don't be afraid. I am. I am. You are. God, thank you. We worship you. We face your face. We choose to look away from everything else and agree with you and come into your authority to speak out that Jesus saves, to step out in that salvation. I pray that every atmosphere in this room would line up with the nature of God. Your kingdom come right now. Kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So the the spirit of your person, occupy, fill, take over everything. In all of our minds, in our thinking, in our emotions right now, we pray for Paris. Lord, we thank you for this city of love and romance that refuses to be afraid with terror. And Lord, we pray for salvation in that city. Lord, we pray that you would bring a great testimony like the Eiffel Tower out of that city. Thank you that you are with them. We pray for citywide salvation. Jesus Christ, the hope of humanity, the Savior of the world. We lift you up. We bless them from Australia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. love abound there, Lord. Love of Jesus Christ. just want you to look at Jesus. Just feel the Lord's releasing visions right now. <clears throat> so just focus on His face. Coming, walking on your situations and circumstances that have been precious systems, so to speak windy, wavy, turmoily, swirly, confusion. No, see Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You empower who you agree with. No to the devil. Yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus. heaven this morning an impartation just over you don't you don't have to come forward but just hold out your hands <clears throat> I'm just praying for anyone that struggled with an anxiety disorder who struggled with fear and in the authority of Jesus Christ I release peace now I release your kingdom I rebuke the spirit of anxiety. I rebuke the spirit of fear in Jesus' name. And I release the Holy Spirit now in Jesus' name. This church shall be known as a church of people like the Moravians, a community of such faith and intimacy and romance and sonship with the Father and communion 
oneness with God, one with who He is. This church shall be identified as a people that smile at storms, that laugh in the face of adversity. Ha, ha, ha. We rise above every storm. We rise above every wave. With Jesus, we come out to you, Jesus. He's calling us out of the boat this morning to be with Him where feet may fail, but they won't. Holy Spirit, we thank You. Spirit of Jesus, You are here today. Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, You are here with power today. I want you to repeat after me in agreement. God has not given me a spirit of fear. He has given me a spirit of power, a spirit of love, a spirit of a sound mind. I have not been given a spirit of bondage to fear. I've been given a spirit of sonship that cries out, Abba. So we cry out now, Abba, Father. Amen. Amen. You've got the Abba, Father, Spirit in you, the nature of who He is. Just begin to worship Him. I just feel to worship Him. Just begin to worship Him. Just begin to dominate. Dominate your atmosphere. You're going to come step out as you sing out and speak out. I want you to step out to the front as well. Exercise your faith. Do not be unbelieving. We resist doubt. We resist doubt. We resist fear. We resist unbelief. We're of good cheer. We believe in God. Step out in faith. God is calling you out. God is calling some to be missionaries. God's calling you to go out into the world. There's someone here that wants to start a business in a they want to start a cafe. Put up your hand. Who's that? Who's the person that wants to start a cafe? Don't be shy. This is a dream of yours. You want to start a cafe. You're interested in coffee, etc. Just come out the front if that's you and you can let me know. Just sensing, I'm seeing right now in the spirit, I'm seeing some step out to go to university next year. If that's you, just come out the front as a as a sign, yeah, I'm going to step out. I'm going to, I'm going to rise to this challenge. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. See some of you stepping out into your communities, into your neighborhoods, knocking on the doors and just saying, hey, I thought I'd have a chat. How are you going? What's going on? Stepping out, starting to talk to strangers in the streets, in supermarkets, Occupying with the kingdom of God, not giving in to the complacency or the mediocrity of the city of Adelaide and saying, yeah, I'll just live at this lower level. No. Jesus, 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 calling forth the people of faith, calling forth the Jesus people, calling forth the spirit people, calling forth the kingdom people, calling forth those sent from heaven, calling forth the kids of the kingdom. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yeah, just begin to get into the realm of the Spirit right now.
I see businesses coming out of Harvest Australia Church. Outposts of this community. Come on. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I see meetings where faith is spoken out. I see families and houses where faith is spoken out. Faith, the substance of heaven, is thick. Yes, Jesus, Jesus. It's good to linger, isn't it? Let's just sing and worship. place with faith in Him. Just go for a little longer before you can go out the back. Tony and Connor and Jake and Kelly because I saw them in a dream last night, but just keep worshipping. But yeah, Tony and Connor, come out the front. I saw you in a dream last night and uh, also Jake and Kelly. Someone go get them if, if they're not here. But just uh, saw you guys last night in a dream and you were smiling and you were filled with so much joy and passion for Jesus. And uh, you carry such a smile, such a sweet smile, you guys, as a married couple. God is raising you guys up and uh, to be such a happy face wherever you go. Bringing the kingdom of God, bringing healing, bringing health. So you're the healing and you're the health, Kana. And we bless you guys. And we say thank you, Father, for bringing them into this community. And today God is making you most, 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 most happy indeed. Be of good cheer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And you guys were just hugging people and patting people on the back, so to speak, and grabbing people and getting your hands, you know, and loving people. And you were touchy-feely, you know, in the sense of your love language. And I encourage you guys to keep doing that, touching people with the love of Jesus. When someone's going through fear, anxiety, or depression, you'll give them a hug and you'll release heaven on them. And so we bless you today. And we thank you, God, that you're raising up married couples that will carry heaven. Are your are were you afraid? No. Were your wives and women afraid? No. Are your kids afraid? No. A community of faith. Harvest Australia Church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right. 
Well, we're going to finish there, but you guys can uh, head out the back, have a coffee, say good day to someone, catch up. But if you want to, we're just going to stir up an environment of faith here up the front and of focusing on the face of Jesus today. And I just believe supernatural things will happen in this environment. So just go on. Jackie's going to lead us. So go for it, Jackie. Thank you. Give the Lord a round of applause. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.